The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Consumers spent over $860 billion online with U.S. merchants in 2020 alone. That's up an incredible 44% year over year, according to Digital Commerce 360. And e-commerce numbers like the U.S. national debt keep going up, up, and away. Now, today's ETF battles is a triple header between a trio of e-commerce-focused ETFs. It's another audience-requested battle, this time between Amplify and ProShares. Going head-to-head, stick around. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thank you for joining us. It's no secret that e-commerce has become an indispensable part of the global retail framework. The ongoing digitalization of our everyday activities has saved everyone, especially busy soccer moms and dads, many, many trips to the local store. Because now you can just buy it online. Today's triple header contest was requested by viewer Esteban, and it's between ETF ticker symbols CLIX, iBuy, and then ONLN. So which e-commerce focused ETF is the best choice? Well, before we find out, be sure to check out our other original episode series called First Look ETF with the New York Stock Exchange. You'll watch it right here on ETF Guide TV. Also, keep your ETF battle requests coming. We've had some really good suggestions. Post your ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Judging today's matchup is Jessica Ferringer with ETF.com and Todd Rosenbluth with CFRA Research. It's Jessica's first time joining us as a judge. So welcome to the show. It's great to have you with us, both of you. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Same here. Pleasure to be here and great to work with you, Jessica. So it goes without saying that both Todd and myself have been cruising for a bruising for a very long time. So please take it easy on us, Jessica. And if you do happen to swing and hit either one of us, we probably deserve it. So I've got my battle scorecard, and I do have the scorekeeping chores. We've got cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then the mystery battle category. We're going to go through each one of these categories one at a time. Our judges will give us their take. And then at the end of the show, we're going to declare an overall battle winner. So let's get started with cost. Todd, you're up. So neither of these ETFs are cheap. Uh, 58 basis points is uh, what you get for iBuy, uh, 65 basis points in expense ratio uh, for ONLN. That's relatively high for even a a sector or an industry-oriented ETF, but I'll give the nod uh, to the Amplify product uh, of iBuy, seven basis points being cheaper. These both trade about the same. Uh, they're about the same size and nearly about a billion dollars in assets. Uh, I think this is a, not, a slight nod to 
to iBuy. Perfect. I got you down for iBuy. Jessica, how do you see it in terms of cost? Give us your analysis. Yeah, so I agree with Todd here. Um, ONLN has a slight advantage here. It's seven basis points cheaper than either iBuy or Clicks. So ONLN is my vote for this category. Thank you very much. We next shift to exposure strategy. So Jessica, how do you see it shaken down between this trio of e-commerce ETFs? Yeah, so in terms of exposure strategy, all these funds are pretty different. Um, iBuy is my pick. Now, online, ONLN is tracking a market cap weighted index of online retail stocks, and Clicks is tracking the same basket while also adding that short brick and mortar store component. So by using the market cap weightings, Amazon actually makes up a pretty large portion of both of these portfolios. Um, it's a little over 20% in either fund. And then you have Alibaba as the second largest holding, which is around 15% of those portfolios. If you compare that to iBuy, which uses an equal weighting approach, this means the largest holding in that portfolio is around 3%. So I think when people are choosing a thematic ETF, they're really trying to get a diversified basket of stocks. They're trying to capture the theme, and they probably don't want people performance to be driven in large part by just one or two stocks. So for that reason, I really like iBuy's approach here. Very good. That's solid analysis. Thank you, Jessica. How do you see it, Todd, in terms of exposure strategy? So I agree. Uh, we agree on the facts. Uh, ONLN is the more concentrated one without Amazon and Alibaba being the heavyweights and then the other companies being much smaller. We think that's a good thing. That's representative of the online retail space. That's certainly representative of, of the online retail space within my Rosenbluth household. We're just shopping on Amazon all the time. That's where the spending is happening. I think if you want exposure to a theme, you want to get as close to the exposure of where, the, of where that theme is represented, even though you're not going to get as much small cap exposure. So I agree with the facts, but my analysis of the facts gives ONLN the nod. We think that's the better way of playing online retail. That takes us next to performance. So, Todd, you're still up. How do you see it shaken down between these three ETFs? Let's look. Obviously, the historical performance uh, iBuy has outperformed uh, the more diversified approach. The smaller cap exposure that Jessica appropriately nodded to uh, has worked more in favor uh, in the past. iBuy has been the stronger performer. Yeah, the, the facts, again, are the facts there. I think we'll agree on the facts, uh, whether or not we agree on the winner or not. But but iBuy would be my winner here. All right. I got you down for iBuy in terms of performance. Uh, Jessica, do you agree with Todd's analysis? Yep. Once again, we agree. iBuy is the winner when it comes to performance. Um, actually, year to date, iBuy is the only one of the three funds that has a positive return. But even if you widen that lens and you look at the trailing one year, two year, three year, even if you look at calendar year, iBuy is the winner. All right. We got you down for iBuy as the winner for performance. Next, we move to the mystery battle category where each of our judges can pick that single factor or perhaps multiple factors to make their arguments. So, Jessica, tell us, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Yeah, so for mystery category, I'm going to go with the purity of the theme's expression. And yet again, iBuy is my choice here. So, you know, as I mentioned before, Amazon's over 20% of the portfolio in ONL and in Clicks. And yes, Amazon is an online retailer and I probably get packages from them every single day. But the company does get a significant portion of the revenues from other business lines, um, particularly Amazon Web Services. But they also offer streaming services. They sell consumer devices like the Echo and Fire TV. 
there's just a lot of other things like beyond the online shopping component that are going to be driving their revenues and impacting the stock price and ultimately the performance of both of these ETFs, given the large weight within the portfolios. Whereas if we look at iBuy, all the holdings in there, they get at least 70% of their revenues from online sales. And I will mention Amazon is a holding in that fund as well, but it's less than 2% of the portfolio. And a lot of the other holdings in there are more of a pure play on the online retail space. So these are thematic ETFs. They're for investors who are really looking for targeted exposure to the online shopping theme. And to me, that means iBuy is the winner here. All right. I got you down for iBuy. Thank you, Jessica. Todd, you're up next. Your mystery battle category surprises us, Todd. What is it and who wins it? For viewers who've seen me on beforehand, I usually go with the CFRA rating. That's our star rating, forward-looking in nature as to the risk and reward and cost aspects of it. These are both five-star rated ETFs. Again, iBuy and NONLN. Uh, I haven't talked about clicks. We just don't have research and ratings on ETFs that involve shorting. So I've kind of moved that one uh, out of the realm despite it being nominated as, as a potential one. So I'll take the CFRA ratings out of it and just look at what is investor sentiment bit uh, with thematic oriented ETFs. I think, you know, we've seen strategies move in and out of favor. And despite what Jessica appropriately noted on various time periods of outperformance for iBuy, it's seeing outflows, whereas ONLN has seen inflows on a year to date and a one year basis. So investors clearly are not happy with the exposure that they're getting or they're not happy enough with the performance, or they actually want a 20% weighting in Amazon because that's where they're spending their money and they want that being representative of it, or other reasons, but that's where the money's going. And so that's why ONLN would be my mystery battle category for investor sentiment. Okay, I got you down for ONLN for your mystery battle category. Thank you, Todd. And now your final opportunity, judges, to make your case, make your arguments. And each of you um, have done an illustrious job thus far. So, Todd, give it to us. Who is your overall battle winner in today's triple header? ONLN would be my winner. Um, we like the exposure. We like the fact that sentiment is there. Um, so it would be, I guess, a split between that. But I think that the fact that it's actually also a lower risk because of its concentration in a couple of heavyweight stocks would be the reason why it would be my winner. But it's a, it's a close call. It's certainly a closer call. I think we can guess which move Jessica is going to choose, considering it was the same one for all four picks. But I'll give her a chance to, to give her own commentary. Very good. Let's not take the, the words out of her mouth. So, Jessica, your final opportunity to weigh in. Give us your overall battle winner. Uh, yeah. So as Todd mentioned, if you've been listening, it should be no surprise that my overall winner here is iBuy. Um, and it all comes back to the fund just being a truly diversified basket of online retail stocks. Like Amazon's a great company, but I'm always a little wary of ETFs that have large weightings to any one stock. Um, to me, that just means there's too much stock-specific risk, and it can sometimes even obscure the focus on the theme, especially when you're talking about a company like Amazon that's just involved in so many different things. So iBuy is my choice for overall. Well, thank you, judges, for weighing in and giving us your outstanding and excellent timely analysis. And according to my battle scorecard, this is going to be a split decision between INLN and I buy. So in terms of overall battle winner, we see our judges uh, split decisions in many categories. Jessica choosing ONLN for cost, Todd favoring I buy, and uh, Todd agreeing in some instances with uh, her analysis, but then differing with her in terms of uh, the exposure strategy as well as mystery and overall battle winner. 
Of course, Todd making the case, well, listen, I buy seen outflows. He prefers O-N-L-N uh, for its sentiment. Also, it's more concentrated exposure. And then Jessica's saying, well, l- listen, I, I kind of like that equal weight exposure ex- strategy that iBuy takes. And it's a little bit more of a diversified strategy, and she prefers that way of playing it. So, again, each of you making some strong arguments, and uh, I, have to, I have to score this as a split decision, which is okay. Because that's the magic of this show, are the differing opinions and the fact that it amplifies our perspective, allows us to see things that we maybe missed or didn't see on our own. And so an illustrious job, Jessica, your first time joining the show as a judge. Great job. And again, uh, thank you also, Todd, for your outstanding analysis. Thanks so much. <laughs> My pleasure. Great to work with you, Jessica. Again, a big thanks to Jessica and Todd for a great job judging today's matchup, a triple header. So which ETF battle would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ETF ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Be sure to hashtag ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for watching ETF Guide TV. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 Index for a single day. The S&P 500 Index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.